welcome back to the Where's Your Head At Hotline, our weekly show where we catch up with each other and connect with you all on our hotline voicemail. We want to hear from you guys, so please send your stories, questions, advice, or tea to Where's Your Head At Pod at gmail.com to be featured on one of our episodes. I'm Anna. And I'm Matt. Let's jump in. Hello, everyone. Good morning, Anna. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Our first time in the studio since Splendor. I know. I feel like we haven't spoken to everyone in so long just because we had, obviously, the live show go out as our main app. And then I actually missed our hotline, kind of. We did the Ocean Alley interview, but I had sprained my ankle at Splendor in the Grass, which was not ideal. Not ideal at all. So we missed to do the hotline there. So we'll recap the live show now. What's your thoughts on it? The live show, it was amazing. Like I loved it. The energy was really good. Um, Someone came up on stage and said our crowd was the best turnout of the day, which made me feel really good. I was like, I'm so glad you got that on mic. It was just a good vibe there. And Splendor was fun. Like we'd both never been. Yeah, it was good to go to Splendor. I actually, it was a lot different from how I usually do my festivals. I mean, yeah. I wasn't camping. I was with my sister. We're going back <laughs> to like a hotel. So it was a little bit different. But yeah, it was um, it was good fun. I mean, we, uh, the show was fun though. We, uh, we had a good turnout. How funny were some of the people that we got involved? Yeah, they were hilarious. The um, guy that we asked to tell that story and he just like, what did he mumble something about having sex with someone on the dance floor? Fucking <laughs> makes me laugh still to this day. That was hilarious. Yeah, it was so funny it was really awesome getting to interview ocean alley and then seeing the lead singer up on stage with his baby was so cute i was like oh my god what a moment yeah that was really cute um they were really good guys as well they were pretty um down to earth yeah um pretty funny who was your favorite act then I mean, I loved, obviously, Ocean Alley and I loved 070 Shake. She sings Escapism, but she didn't sing it on the day. And I was like, damn, like I really wanted to hear that. Yeah, I did feel a little bit robbed. Um, But other than that, amazing. Obviously, I sprained my ankle. My foot like blew up double the size. Um, I couldn't walk, you know. I was in a lot of pain. It's a shame. You could, I mean, how did how did Michael take that? It was his uh, on his bucket list, and he only spent like three hours at Splendor. He didn't care. He was like totally supportive. He was just like, you know what? Like, it's not worth it. Like, you're in pain. Like, I think the thing with Splendor is it's such a huge festival ground. Mm. That if you're on a crutch, there's really no point in going. Like the grounds are all uneven. Maybe you guys might have to go back next year. I don't know. Maybe if we're doing a live show. But I mean, speaking of live shows, we have our live show tour coming up. I've. It's so weird. Like I almost like forgot about it for a second just because we've had so much going on with Splendor. I'm going to Europe next week. Um, so I'm excited for that. Like I'm kind of back on that excitement again. I'm, I agree. I did sort of like it slipped to my mind for a bit, but I went on a walk <laughs> the other day and this girl... I was taking a video of a kangaroo and this girl recognized me and she's like, you're Matt from Where's Your Head At? She's like, I just listened to your episode. And she's like, I've bought tickets to your live show. Oh, and that's I was, cool. Yeah, and I was like, fuck, that's right. We're doing a live show, aren't we? I was like, oh. You're like, oh, better start I was preparing. like, yeah, shit. I was like, oh, yeah, cool. See you there. Like, we've, we've got so much planned. And I was like, but we do. But like, it slipped to my mind. And then yeah. she's like, yeah, I'm making my <clears> sister come with me. And I was like, fuck, that's exciting. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's so cool because like right now we're in the process of like getting some really cool guests. We're going to have a different guest in each city. So uh, I think it's going to be fun. Go like, to our Facebook group and tell us who you'd like to see at uh, which in the city that you're going to because, look, we're open to whoever, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Um, last week I had a really cool photo shoot. It was – I obviously can't say too much, but 
what I shot is going to be kind of announced at the end of August. And it was just like, you know, we've modeled for 10 years, right? And doing that specific shoot was like the most fun I've ever had at why, a shoot. Why was that? Just on set vibes? I just had like a like creative control and like, I don't want to say too much, but like it was just so fun. Shot with a really cool photographer. You've seen some of the final images. They've come up well. They've come up really nice. Yeah. Ed's a good photographer as well. He makes you feel really comfortable. I've shot with him a couple of times. Yeah, he's good. How was your weekend? What's been happening? Uh, it was good. I obviously just having a chill weekend again. Didn't didn't go out, didn't do anything, saw the family. Actually, funny you say that, this is the last day of July. Oh, so, <laughs> we haven't even spoken about this. Dry July is over. How did you go? I saw you were drinking on the weekend. <laughs> Don't throw me under the bus. Well, you pu- publicly posted it on social media. We, so. pub- I mean, we publicly at Splendor in the Grass said Dry July was off. Do you know what? I've actually felt kind of bad about it, only because we kind of tried to do it with our Where's Your Head At fam, and obviously we did it up until a certain point and then slender in the grass came and it just all fell away i mean i was very transparent i said july 1st i'll drink and then splendor the rest of the time i didn't drink i knew i knew that though i knew i could do the rest of the time but they were the dates that i would drink and even at splendor i don't even think i wouldn't have say i went that hard do you know what i mean i never felt like i was drunk i was just having a social drink with everyone take the you know let the let the moves come out as the I was listening. Social butterfly yeah. arrives. Yeah. So while I was there, I didn't. I didn't get too too drunk there. Well, look, if you did complete Dry July, my hat is so off to you. Well done. Congratulations. Very proud. I think the thing for me that's kind of like helped me to sleep at night is that I haven't eaten chocolate yet all July. That's massive. And that's actually a big deal for me because I do love a piece of chocolate, especially like I'm on my period right now. I feel like I really crave chocolate during my period and I've just not done it. Michael's been fucking eating Tim Tams in front of me. He's been eating Marvelous Creations and I've said no to it. What's your go-to flavor of chocolate? Marvelous Creations. <laughs> Which one? The one with the that's the, the one with the jelly beans sort of stuff through it. And the yeah, lollies. like the gummy, yeah, gummy and the smarty kind of thing. That like, one's oh. yum. And like they're kind of like popping in your mouth oh, you would like that. black forest then yeah i do like i mean i'm i'm a chocoholic like i love chocolate so the fact that i have done all of july without Unpo- any chocolate i'm Unpopular proud of opinion i'll get hate for this nuts and chocolate don't go together i love nuts and chocolate no nah, i don't like i don't like them hazelnut fruit nut picnics it's a red flag i don't it's like a red it. flag i just never <laughs> liked it i don't i just think it's ugh. and and i love plain chocolate though nothing beats like a dairy milk block Mm. A lot of chocolate. That's fucking unreal. I like crunchy. I'm like a, you know. I was literally about to say that crunchy. You know, bit of or like caramel. What about in fruit chocolate? and snack? I don't you know, know what fruit and snack The is. one with like the different flavoured fruit flavours, like gooey stuff through it. So it's like strawberry, oh, pineapple. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say like, you know, the strawberry Freddo frogs, they were my absolute favourite. Unbelievable. Remember back in the day at school when like people would have like a box of chocolates and they would sell them out of their locker? We Those were, t- were the days. We were talking about the other, <laughs> that the other day. The Batuta Advocate posted like um, – it's suspicious when they bring in just a solid $50 note, meaning like the old man has like eaten it all. And that's what we used to do. Dad would give us like 50 bucks, we'd give him the block of chocolate, the box of chocolates and it'd be gone. And we'd just hand him the $50. You wouldn't sell any. (laughs) Yeah. We wouldn't have to sell any. Those were the days though. Like even the mint one, I could get around, you know, with the green gooey. I don't mind it. Don't mind it. I don't mind mint chocolate. Caramilk's the best though. Nothing beats caramilk at the moment. Okay. Well, Matt, we have to talk about something. 
that has mm. been grinding my gears, and that is the Barbie movie. We both said we would see it on the weekend and review it today on the podcast. I'm actually annoyed at myself because I want to do Barbieheimer, which is go see Barbie into Oppenheimer. Yeah. But like I got out of Barbie and I was like, I don't know if I can sit through three hours of fucking like a heavy content movie. <laughs> so I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to go home. But I really, I want to see Oppenheimer still. I still want to see it, but yeah. I don't know. Like Oppenheimer. 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 I'm not sure. I mean, that's probably the first thing that I probably shouldn't go see it because I don't know the name. But I love Christopher Nolan. He's a great director. I love, like, obviously Inception, The Dark Knight, all that. I love all those movies. So I I think I could do it. My sister saw it. She said that I could watch it. But I don't know. Three hours is a long time with me for concentration. It's a long time. The Barbie movie didn't even take my concentration. But I want to start with you because I want to – I want to hear like your opinion of it because we haven't we haven't exchanged well, opinions. Well, I I liked it for the sheer fact that I never played with a Barbie. Yeah. I've never I didn't I've never watched a Barbie movie. I've never watched any of the cartoons. I've never I didn't expect anything going in. I'm literally a heterosexual male who's never had anything to do with Barbie. So I was just literally there for the actual concept of the movie yeah. as being Barbie. Um, I did. I did. I respect the um, how they've made a toy into a live action movie, and it's not even Pixar or anything. So I get the how that is hard to transition that into an actual movie. You know what I mean? Like how they did the stuff. How no one puts Barbie down the stairs. Like they made her jump into the car, sort of thing. Like that's mm. funny. Yeah. I like that. I like that concept of it. Look, I think that like a lot of people are overthinking it. Like a lot of people are overthinking it for what it is on face value. I think <clears> it was a good movie. I mean, it made me laugh. Mm. Ryan Gosling's hilarious in it, in his mojo. He's uh, what was it? He's mojo, 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 Jojo, Casa. Yeah, he's funny as, and like he made me laugh. Like when he's talking to Barbie, and he's like that. He starts tensing his bicep. You're like camera late. Yeah, camera late. (laughs) Will Will Ferrell, comedic genius, unbelievable. Anything he touches, he's hilarious at. Mm. He was funny. What about you? What's your opinion? Like you, I went into it with like no expectations, like did not know what the storyline was going to be. But in my mind, I was kind of like expecting to walk into like a feel good, happy, funny movie that was quite nostalgic for me because I used to love Barbie growing up. And I thought that there would be some nice positive messaging in it. But I just felt like the messaging was just pushed down my throat so much, like I came, I literally walked out of the cinema and I was like, I'm just a little bit confused because it got quite dark. Like I felt like the movie went really to a quite negative place for Barbie, firstly. In what way? Like they were talking about like death and heavy feelings and all of this stuff. And that's fine because that's reality and I get that. But like... I feel like people went into the Barbie movie to kind of escape their lives and then we got like hit with like so much reality. I felt like, I don't know, like I kind of hated it how they pinned men and women against each other and like how you were like people are overthinking it but like it was so political. Like the whole message of the whole movie was so political that I was like it's hard to not then go home and debate it. Do you not think, so what you're saying is that they were pinning men and women against each other? Yeah, I felt like they kind of, Barbie was like blowing off Ken and, you know, it's it's always Barbie and Ken, right? Like that's mm, kind of well, like, I, I yeah. 
Yeah, I well, you, well, you know, yeah. it's Barbie and Ken. Yeah. I did find it weird that Barbie wasn't into Ken. Yeah, because like boyfriend their girlfriend. boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah, I did find that weird. I and then I felt that. like it was weird that all of the Kens were jobless, homeless, carless. And then I felt like it was really strange that Ken was fighting for the patriarchy. But then he was like, oh, then at the end of it, they kind of wrapped it up being like, oh, well, I kind of just thought that was about horses. And it was like, what? Did even you- even the girl, the mum and the daughter combo, even the husband in that, they just portrayed as so dumb and stupid and just like a bit of a buffoon. I was like, yeah. I'm just so confused. I wanted it to like unite everyone and I just felt like very segregated by it. And I also felt like, I don't know, it's Barbie. It's fun and light and they could have definitely, definitely got across really positive messages of unifying people. And I know that some people loved it. And I know that some people like, you know, you're kind of like, don't dig deep into it. But for me, I was just kind of like, ugh, I hate getting political messages shoved down my throat. I hate that. And I was honestly like from the very first moment when I saw those, you know, those like iconic pics of Barbie and Ken rollerblading down. What mm, What's that famous? Venice Beach. Yeah, Venice Beach. I was like, this is going to be so fun. Like yeah. everyone was going to see it regardless. And I think when we saw that, we were kind of like, you know, Barbie and Ken are going to like solve world problems. And like, I, I love it that it's female empowerment. And I did love that speech that they- From Gloria. Yeah, yes, I was going to ask that you, they get, that they, that? I loved that. Like, of course I love that. I love, I'm all about women supporting women. And I love that. But then I was kind of like, can we also reprogram the cans? Like, do we have to trick men into like doing what we want them to do? Can't we reprogram them to be like, we can all, Mm. do you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe you think I'm overthinking it. That's personally how I feel. I I did like that speech from Gloria. I I love the speech. I thought that made me think about like how hard um, women have it in this life. Like I thought about my sisters yeah, and like you and like my ex and all that sort of stuff about how hard like they must have it. Like, you know, she said something like you can't, you can't be too skinny, but you can't be too big. You, you mm. have to say you want to be skinny you can't, or you can't say you want to be healthy, but we all know you want to be skinny. And then the one that resonated with me as well was like, you can't turn a guy down, you need to stroke his ego, but then if you come on too strong, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, I think it was really, I thought it was really like, you know, openings for, and I hope guys out there listen to it and realize what women have to go through. Absolutely. And I'm not- Did you not also find that Ken, when he came to real world, and how everything was really guy-driven in this world. Do you not see how that was like growing up as a guy that like you can get instilled with those sort of morals that like that guys are the top they are and how it's passing down from generation to generation and how like it's taking kids kids these days like sponges and when they see that like you know on movies and stuff men they as, want that they course. want that and they're in that like they see men in the ceo role and then they get that impression and then they need to break that cycle of like boys growing up that it is different women can be in those positions but don't you think that the movie could have broke that cycle they could have shown us breaking that cycle not tricking ken yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's it's where a movie, I felt like. Yeah, like they can't really. It, yeah, I, but when you say that, when you go, but it's a movie, but it's a movie, but they've still really tackled really hard issues. But How would you entertainingly do that, though? I think that there should have been a unification. Even like seeing Ken go into the real world and see how, like, you know, men dominate and all of that. Like, I'm kind of like, yeah, it's annoying. Like, it, it pisses me off. It, that is what women go through, and it's frustrating, and it's, you know, it's sad. And. Did you not resonate as well? Like, um, you're a good-looking girl about, like, walking down the street and getting gawked and that? 
Like, did you resonate with that? Like, I'm getting felt like a piece of meat from uh, men in that while you walk down the street. Like, did you resonate with that scene? Um, yeah, yeah, I did. Because that's like, that made me think like, it's not really fair. Like guys just stare at women. Like we don't really walk down the street and get stared at. There's, yeah, there's a lot of good things that Barbie does. I'm not saying Barbie the movie, not Barbie. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of good things that it does and there's a lot of things that it highlights. For me, it just felt like I sat through, I went to the movies to see a really fun, happy, exciting mm. movie that could have had some really feel-good messaging that wasn't like shoving it down the throat. I felt like it was too much. That's my personal opinion. Well, I'm, you know, the marketing <laughs> out of this was like 10 out of 10. Oh, absolutely. It was so hyped up and so like, and you know what? I think it is incredible that a female director has absolutely smashed the box offices like i love all of that what would you rate it out of 10 maybe like a five the five mainly being for like all of the positive messaging around women and i think aesthetically it was beautiful i as you said like i appreciate Mm. how they kind of transformed the doll and i think margot robbie was amazing but i mean i think that movie without margot robbie and ryan gosling would have been a total flop oh yeah, yeah. gosling did i say that right gosling. Gosling. gosling anyway i asked our facebook fam their opinions and it has completely blown up like people have so many opinions on this movie it's so polarizing so if you don't agree with me that's totally fine we can agree to disagree i know that in this day and age people kind of can get lost in like my opinions right and yours is wrong but i think we can all have different opinions matt and i have different opinions and we're still sitting here we're still good i mean friends. yeah i don't i don't yeah i don't have a strong enough opinion on it to be honest like it's not it's it's obviously a um what do you call it it's look i'm not a woman i don't have so i really can't have a say on like the but you can have women. a say well i i honestly think it touched on some good things for a man looking in and woken up my eyes and did draw it? attention to it. Like without speech from Gloria, I thought it was very Yeah, the speech eye- was incredible, yeah. I thought that was very eye-opening. I've never yeah. thought of anything like that. I mean, but yeah, so I, I think that. I think that the whole like patriarchy thing and that's silly. I think they did paint Ken out as dumb, but I think isn't that his character? Like isn't that Ken? I don't know because... I've, I wouldn't know. I've never played with it. Ken. I don't know what the whole gimmick of him is. Well, I mean, the thing, the thing about the Barbie movie is they had the power to kind of make it what they wanted. So. How's Ken being portrayed in like other movies? Well, I mean, I don't know if there's been that many Barbie movies. I there's can't been think... like cartoons. Yeah, I can't think of you them. I've not watched them. them. Jade from our Where's Your Head At Facebook group has said, I believe it was overhyped. I think they should have kept it as a kid's movie where they follow Barbie's life in Barbie world. The real world part was fine, but the Ken world was so cringe. The Mojo Casa. <laughs> Mojo Dojo Casa. Charlie says the outfits were cute and Margot is stunning. Alexandra says it was so funny, but the deeper parts were where it's lacking in my opinion. They try to be something they're not, but Mojo Dojo Casa House is brilliant. And overall, I had fun watching it. Enjoyed the dance sequences and the level of detail when it comes to the costumes and Barbie Land set. Charlene said too many people are overthinking it. It was made for entertainment, talking politics, male, female power, etc. Let it go. It's just a movie. 
influencers who have slammed it for religious reasons, other influencers who slam it for the message it's sending. Why can't we just go to the movies anymore? We either like it or we didn't. All the hostility over a movie is really sad. There's very differing opinions. People either love it or hate it. There's really nothing in between. Uh, Jump onto our Where's Your Head At Fam Facebook group and let us know what you think. Yeah, talking about like ramming stuff down people's throats. I had an incident in the sauna the other day Mm -hmm. where um, obviously you go to the sauna to relax and it's a public place. There's at one time, sometimes I've counted up to like 20 people in there, sometimes more. Jeez, must be a big sauna. Yeah, it's probably the size of this room, like two chairs. It's like, it's decent. It gets real hot and sweaty in there. There's skin on skin sometimes. Yeah. You know, close to someone sometimes. That's my idea of hell, honestly. Well, it's it normal. That's not, that's when it's worst case, peak hour. So there was a couple of people in there and um, I'm not going to, it doesn't matter like what religion they were, but there was some, there was actually two religions and they were debating their religion. So there was a group Ooh, of one. That and, sounds dangerous already. Yeah. And they, but I don't care. Like every, I'm, I'm under the in theory, let and let live. Like that's what I, I'm, I'm about that. Like I couldn't care what you are, what religion you stand for. Like everyone's entitled to their beliefs and that, but. But just respect everyone. Respect, I think that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. Let and let live. So I was like sitting there and I mean, I was coming and going and these, this, guy from one religion was arguing his point to a guy from another religion and then they just over what over how it started over Over what how what started religion and who who came first what came first like yeah all this sort of stuff just ridiculous yeah just arguing about it debating it and then they kept i kept coming and going and then finally this guy next to me is like he's like guys like come on like you've been doing this for 45 minutes to an hour. Like just give let us re- yeah, give it a rest. We come in here to relax. Like you're yelling it now. Like we don't want everyone wants to hear it. And then he's like, it's a freedom of speech. We can say whatever we want. And he's like, yeah, I get that. But like, you know, like respect everyone else in here and be quiet. And then he goes, um, he goes, well, what religion are you? And he goes, it doesn't matter. He goes, it doesn't matter what I am. I just come here to relax. And so is everyone else. He goes, freedom of speech. We can say whatever we want. And then I said, look, I, I probably shouldn't have arced up, but at the end of the day, like, I think something about me was like human rights, human etiquette. I was like, I'm going to stick up for what's right. And somewhere during what they were arguing, he had said that the LGBTQIA plus aren't humans and don't shouldn't have human rights, the same as everyone else. That's so fucked up. So I, I sat there and he was like, it's freedom of speech. And I said, yeah, it's freedom of speech, but not when you're saying hate stuff like that, mate. I'm like, just give it a fucking rest. And then he was like, oh, what are you? Do you, are you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, it doesn't matter what I am, mate. I'm like, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I'm just sticking up for humans and like what's right. And we just got into this full, like, I'll admit I scooped to their level because when you're arguing with idiots, sometimes you need to like, like, you know, to get a, your point across, you have to be an idiot as well. And then they were calling me stuff like, um, I'm a, I'm a dumb C-U-N-T, like all this Whoa. stuff. They're like, when it, the judgment day comes, you'll meet your maker and I was like, look, if it means like, you know, that I treat everyone like humans, I'm like, I'll have a beer with the devil. I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll have a beer with him. I don't, I'm not care. I'll go to hell. And they're like, you will go to hell. You'll burn in hell. Just what, what type of, like, this is just so toxic and twisted full, and hateful and disgusting. Well, that's it. They were full, like, 
full radicals and I was like gee whiz and then at the point at the point I was like all right I'm not getting a point across to him I'll, I'll admit I scripted their level and they were calling me names and I called them a bigot cunt I was like you guys are bigots I was like seriously <laughs> yeah well can we use that I don't know yeah I mean it's our podcast okay yeah I was calling them bigot cunts I'm like you guys are ignorant you guys and they're calling me dumb cunt and I'm like mate like come on like let's give it a rest like just you know respect everyone in here and then they're like when judgment day comes you'll meet your maker you'll have you'll you'll pay your piper all this stuff and I was like what i was like whatever they're like, are you religious and i'm like i believe there's an afterlife but i i'm like i don't you know it doesn't my religious views i'm not forcing down anyone's throat in a sauna you know what i mean like they are and then it got to the point like where i went out in the shower and one of them called me a pagan cunt and tried to spit on me what's a pagan it's someone who worships like the sun doesn't worship a god worships like he's like with the fairy sort of like worships i just the hate like yeah like i just hate just to hear this this is so sad like you know it's like, kind of dangerous that you stepped in. It sounds dangerous. Well, but yeah. also, like, I kind of respect you because, pe- like, hate speech towards anyone is disgusting, but the LGBTQIA plus community is a minority. And I think of for them to be just openly talking about that in a sauna with up to 20 people, I think it kind of is right that you stepped in and said, no, like you can't speak like that. It's disgusting. It's not going to be tolerated. And maybe they'll think twice about saying that in the future. I don't think anything that you're going to say to them is going to change their views, but I think they should know that you can't speak like that. It's fucking inappropriate and it's disgusting. One of their arguments was something fucking ridiculous. They're like, how many guys, you know, that have just slept with their wife who have HIV? And I'm like, what? and I'm like, cause they were saying that HIV is like obviously transmitted through like gay sex. And I was like, no, I was that's like, so and like, I was like, you can uh, get HIV through women as well. Look at Charlie Sheen. And they're like, well, how many, they're like, how many guys do you know that have just slept with their wife have HIV? And I'm how like, many guys do we know who've only slept with their wife? I was like, None. well, I said, how many guys do you know who've just slept with their husband who have HIV? And he was like, that's not the point. And I'm like... I mean, even just having this conversation with you it's right dumbing, now, it's, it's so dumb. toxic. It's so dumb. Oh. Well, in the end, I w- they were in the, so- uh, in the change rooms and they kept deaf staring me. They kept walking past deaf staring me. And I was like, you know what? I'm not having this. So I went up to the main guy and I was like, look, mate, I'm sorry I called you names. That's- you apologised. I said, so I said, sorry for calling you names. That's hate. And that's what triggered me. And that's what I'm against. I'm like, I don't, I don't believe in hatred towards anyone. I said, I don't care what your religion is. I don't see that. I just see you saying... Hope hateful stuff in a sauna with public people and that's what I don't stand for yeah. and he was like you've got to know that I'm not trying to ram it down your throat like the government's trying to ram that down our throat and I was like mate uh. I was like fucking zip it I was like I don't give a fuck about what you're saying I was like zip you're not going to change my mind and then they were all standing there and I was like I'm sorry for calling you names but that's all I'm apologising for and well you're a bigger person than me because I wouldn't have apologised <laughs> well then he said sorry to me for calling me names and then another one that tried to spit on me called said tried sorry. to spit on you yeah, he called me a pagan cunt tried to spit on me in the shower what do you mean tried to like well, how I, do you I was too far to... away and he was like so he spat well it was sort of like <gasps> aimed at like the ground sort of area he was like you pagan cunt so you got spat at, at at yeah it wasn't on me it was like sort of at my feet area and I was just oh like I told him just to fuck off I mean, would you report this to, like, the people who own the sauna? I mean, where's it going to go? Like, I mean, what? I feel like if you're being that hateful, I don't think that you should be welcome in public places like that. Like, it's not acceptable. Yeah, it isn't. It isn't. And, and the worst thing was that even, like, because I both 
the person from the other religion as well was sticking up for them. They, at least they agreed on something. They didn't agree where religion started, but they agreed on something, even if how wrong it is. They, I mean, I, this is what I love about our podcast. We go from Barbie to this. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just can't predict where we're going to go We're with not going to go. Well, yeah, the whole point was that they were trying to ram that down, like, at people in the sauna's throat. And I'm just like... Man, let us live and let us relax in the sauna. I come here to unwind. Yeah. I yeah. went back the next day hoping they were there. Like, hoping or hoping they were or were Hoping. Hope, I didn't care. Like, I'm not going to... And have they been there since? No, I haven't seen them since. Thank God. Hopefully, Hopefully they've left. they've taken their hate speech somewhere <laughs> else. That's it. And then, like, they... they Maybe I, they do this. Like, go to, like, public saunas to try and, like, convert pro, people. Maybe. But, like, I just... I know that they would be the first people to say that their religion has got to hate over the years. And I'm like, well, then why... Why try hate other people? Like, like, you know what I mean? You should know what it's like to be persecuted and fucking, you know, you should under be reasonable and have empathy. Yeah. Well, look, I think on that note, guys, we know this has been a heavy episode. We try to keep them light here, but sometimes they go a bit heavy. On that note, let's jump into our hotline. <laughs> Hello, you've reached Anna and Matt. We can't get to the phone right now. But please leave us a message on our hotline after the beep. Okay, so this hotline is anonymous. Hey guys, I'm just looking to settle a dispute. If you are seeing a guy and he loans you his jumper to wear home, that jumper now belongs to you. Am I right? (laughs) Even if you return the jumper, it's still your jumper. It's just simply hanging in his closet now. (laughs) Tell me I'm wrong. I love this one. So, what's your opinion on this? Because I'll tell you a guy's opinion. I mean, I think... (laughs) I mean, I have collected a few clothing items over the years. I don't know. Like, I feel like if, like, you see someone and then they give you your jumper, unless you're, like, going on another date, I really don't think you need to give it back. Like, I'm not going to be going out of my way if this is, like, a one-night thing. To return something when we're not seeing each other again like you kind of are giving me that jumper and it's probably your worst jumper because you know you might not be getting a return on that i completely agree so if it's a one night stand you will you will give them a jumper t-shirt willingly and knowing that you'll never get that back and it's probably the worst one that you have right like one that you're not like upset to leave or to lose i once gave a girl one that was a one-off one that I made, a Charlie Matthews one. <laughs> you gave a girl a T-shirt with your on face it. on no, it. No, it didn't have my face. It okay, was that, okay, so okay. I was a one-off one. I did a different style one on it, and um, I thought, you know, I'm going to see this girl again. Never did. To be fair, though, I took her <laughs> ex's jumper one time. This is actually really funny. This actually comes up now. Her ex's jumper. And I then to get back at her, I remember I wore it out. This is petty. I wore it out and uploaded a photo in it. I actually remember this. Yeah. And she's like, that's my ex's jumper. Take it down. Yeah. And I was like, well, you probably should have replied to me then. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> and now actually my sister has that because now that I'm living back at mum's, I just gave, I give a lot of my stuff, my clothes that don't fit me or the clothes I don't want to my sister. So you're giving away other people's clothing items. <laughs> Literally, yeah. And it it made it into the wash into my room and I was like, oh, no, this is Emma's. And it made me laugh because I thought of the girl. Wow. Also, this is is something that shits me to tears. I lent a jumper to this girl once and we actually were seeing each other. So she gave it back to me. But I don't know if she'd washed it or what she did, but she covered it in her perfume. 
to the point that I washed it twice, maybe three times, and it's still... That's some strong perfume. Still smells. <laughs> I reckon to this day, it still smells of that perfume. Wow. But so to this day, it still smells. And I wear that quite regularly because it's a, just an Adidas gym one. I wear it quite regularly. So what's the bottom line? Okay, I got another funny thing. I was I when I was living with my mates was joking around and I brought a had a washing basket full of old Charlie Matthews tops with my face on it. You say I just can't with you. I just can't. <laughs> and I was like, my mates were like, What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm putting together a gift bag for when I send girls home with like T-shirt. You are fucked. T-shirt. Thank was, God you have evolved. <laughs> Thank God you evolved. I would not it's, be. I never did it. I never uh, did it. Don't but act it was, like you didn't do it. I swear to God, I, I never. saw at your house a whole fucking bag of those Charlie Matthews tops with your face on it. If you're, I'm trying to get gift, rid of them. No one's giving people them. That's a red flag. That is like fuckboy behavior 101. It was a joke. If I had moment. sex with a guy and he gave me a T-shirt of his face. I would be like, nah, no way. Even if it was the the man that won the genetic lottery, Charlie Matthews' face. Even if it was Charlie Matthews. The bottom line is, if a guy gives you a jumper, you then technically own it. It becomes yours. Unless you're going on a second date or seeing them again, you don't have to give it back. Could be a good excuse to see him again. Could be. It could be a really good excuse. But if they're just seeing you again to get the jumper, then maybe not. (laughs) I used to write MZ on the tags. So when you give it to them, they know that wherever that goes, it's got my initials on it. They'll probably be cutting off those tags. <laughs> chop, chop. So whoever it goes to will be like, and I don't think there's many MZs in this world. Who knows? Okay. Well, look, that's all we have time for. Thank you so much for tuning in to our hotline. As always, send us a review and we will be giving away merch. Make sure you send us a DM on our Instagram page and let's continue the conversation on our Facebook page for this episode. Until next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.